the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. People today have the attitude that I can live however I want. No one can tell me that what I'm doing is wrong or how I choose to live is wrong. And if there is a God, he will never judge me for the way I'm choosing to live. There seems to be no fear of God and no concern for judgment in our culture today, just like the days of Noah. People in Noah's day did not know that God's judgment was imminent until the flood came and swept them all away. The world was caught by surprise. The world today is full of pleasure-seeking, desire-filling, truth-denying people. They live only for today. Most ignore the warnings of God's faithful servants declaring that judgment is coming and that now is the time to put their faith in God. Today, Pastor Dan will explain the truth that Jesus could return any day. And when the Lord returns to earth again, he'll judge the wicked on earth. When he comes to earth to take believers to heaven, you want to be sure you're in the group going to be with Jesus. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Matthew chapter 24 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. everything's going to be dissolved, since one day God's going to roll up the heavens like a scroll, since this earth is going to melt with fervent heat one day, it's not going to last. How should we then live? How should we live in light of this? What manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Heaven and earth will pass away, but the words of Jesus will never pass away. The word of God will never fail. It will never pass away. The word of God will stand forever. In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus said, every word of the Bible will be fulfilled down to the jot and the tittle. The smallest markings on the letters will be fulfilled. It's like Jesus said, every I will be dotted and every T will be crossed of God's word. Nothing will go unfulfilled. Nothing will fall to the ground. Everything God said in his word will come to pass. Even if we can't see how a prophecy in God's word could ever be fulfilled, it will. We can count on it. We can be sure of it. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8 says, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God stands forever. The word of God stands forever. This is one reason why it's important for us to study God's word, and especially Bible prophecy, because Bible prophecy tells us the future in advance so that we will know what will happen in this world. And we understand where things are heading in the world and in the culture. Now, verse 36 begins a new section of the Olivet Discourse. In verses 36 to 41, Jesus speaks of the rapture of the church. The rapture of the church. 
And then in verses 42 to 51, he speaks of how we should live in light of the rapture of the church, how we should live in light of the rapture of the church. Jesus will rapture the church to heaven before the tribulation begins. Uh, In John chapter 14, Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus is in heaven right now, preparing a place for believers to live in his father's house with him in heaven. And one day he promises to come again and receive us to himself and take us to his father's house in heaven to be with him, that where he is, there we may be also. This is the blessed hope of every believer, the Bible says. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, it's the Apostle Paul writes, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain on the earth shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. The Lord Jesus will descend in the clouds one day and those believers who are alive on the earth at that time will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. And the Apostle Paul believed the event of the rapture, that that catching up to be with the Lord would happen in his lifetime. He said, then we who are alive and remain will be caught up. He didn't say, then they who are alive and remain will be caught up, but we who are alive will be caught up. The Bible teaches that the rapture of the church is is imminent, meaning it could happen at any time. There's no prophecies that need to be fulfilled before the rapture can take place. There's no events biblically that need to take place before Jesus could come for his church. Paul believed it could happen in his lifetime. And 1 Corinthians 15, Paul says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. Translated to heaven. And in a moment, he said, in the twinkling of an eye. The twinkling of an eye is the amount of time it takes your brain to recognize something that you're looking at. So this music stand, how long did it take your brain to recognize this music stand? A moment, right? That's a twinkling of an eye, just an immeasurable amount of time for your brain to process what it's looking at and identify it. That's the twinkling of an eye. And Paul says, we'll all be changed in a moment and the twinkling of an eye will be in the presence of Jesus Christ in heaven. Now, in verse 36, Jesus is referring to the rapture of the church and not the second coming. Because he says in verse 36, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. Jesus is not referring to his second coming because we do know the day of his second coming. Daniel chapter 12, verse 11, if you're taking notes, we've talked about this before. Daniel chapter 12, verse 11 says, 
from the time that the daily sacrifice is taken away and the abomination of desolation is set up, there shall be 1,290 days. So Daniel gives us the day. From the time of the abomination of desolation, when that's set up in the temple by the Antichrist, until the return of Jesus Christ will be exactly 1,290 days. So Jesus cannot be talking about his second coming in verse 36. He's talking about the rapture. We do not know the day or the hour of the rapture of the church. We know the rapture is imminent. It could happen at any time, at any moment. It could happen today. Wouldn't that be glorious, right? If it happened today. But we don't know the day for sure. We can't name the day. Look at verse 36 again. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. Please underline that verse in your Bible and make sure the person sitting next to you has underlined verse 36 in their Bible. No one knows the day of the rapture of the church except the Father in heaven. Let me repeat that for you. No one knows the day or the hour. That includes anyone you watch on YouTube who claims to know the day of the rapture of the church. Rapture is going to happen during the Feast of Trumpets. Rapture is going to happen during the Feast of Trumpets. And then it didn't happen. Jesus said, no one knows the day. So who are you going to listen to? Jesus or a YouTuber, right? Jesus said, no one knows the day. So if anyone says they know the day, they're wrong. Look down at verse 44. The son of man is is coming at an hour you do not expect. It will not be on a day you do expect, but on a day you do not expect. So the the rapture is imminent. It could happen at any moment, but we should not try to name a specific date or a specific day. Now in verse 37, Jesus continues, and he tells us what conditions will be like when the rapture occurs. Look at verse 37. But as the days of Noah, Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. First of all, please note, Jesus believed the account of Noah in the Bible. Jesus believed there was a Noah and an ark and a worldwide flood that wiped out all of mankind except for Noah and his family that was in the ark. And so if you are here today and you do not believe the account of Noah and the flood and the Bible, if you think that's just some made-up story that never happened, you're in disagreement with Jesus. And one of you is right. And one of you is wrong. 
Who do you think it is? Jesus tells us here that when he comes to remove his church from this world, it will be like the days of Noah. Well, what were the days of Noah like? Well, Genesis chapter 6, verse 5, says in the days of Noah, the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. Wickedness and evil were pervasive in the world in the days of Noah. And yet at the same time that there was wickedness and evil in the world, people were living very normal lives in in the midst of a world filled with wickedness and evil. People just lived normal lives. In the days before the flood, people were eating, drinking, going out to eat, going out for drinks. They were getting married, giving in marriage, you know, living just, just normal lives. This is also another reason why we know that Jesus is not talking about his second coming here. Because when Jesus comes again the second time, life will be very, very far from normal in this world. He's going to come at the end of the tribulation period, after all of the judgments that are described in the book of Revelation have been poured out on on this earth, in this world, the world will be in total chaos and upheaval when Jesus comes back. The Bible says people's hearts will be failing them because of what they see happening in the world during the tribulation, that people will, will desire to die to escape the wrath of God on the earth. So Jesus is not talking about a second coming here. He's talking about the rapture. And in the days of Noah... That's what it will be like on the earth right before the rapture happens. It'll be like the days of Noah. People will be living very, very normal lives. Uh, Just like in the days of Noah, they were living normal lives. When the flood came, there was no concern for God's judgment. There was no concern for God's judgment of their wickedness or their immorality. The attitude of people in Noah's day was, hey, we can do whatever we want. We can live however we want. And God will never judge us for it. Nothing will ever happen to us. There will be no consequences for our sin. There's nothing to be concerned about at all. Which is the same attitude of our culture today. People today have the attitude that I can live however I want. No one can tell me that what I'm doing is wrong or how I choose to live is wrong. And if there is a God, he will never judge me for the way I'm choosing to live. And there seems to be no fear of God and no concern for judgment in our culture today, just like the days of Noah. People in Noah's day did not know that God's judgment was imminent until the flood came and swept them all away. The world was caught by surprise by the flood. Even though Noah and his family were building the ark for many, many years, right in front of them, and Noah's family was preparing for the judgment, the world was caught by surprise when the flood came. 
And in a similar way, when the, 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 the world will be taken by surprise when Jesus removes believers from the earth and takes them away to heaven in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. People will be living business as usual, doing normal life activities, eating, going out to dinner, going out for drinks, getting married, having kids, buying houses, all of that stuff when the Lord comes for his church to take us to heaven. Verse 40 says, Then... Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. The rapture will separate believers from unbelievers. Believers will be taken away from the earth to heaven. Unbelievers will be left behind here on earth. And you want to make sure you're in the group that's going up, not the group that will be left behind. Now in verse 42, and from verse 42 to the end of the chapter, Jesus tells us how we should live as believers in light of this. Look at verse 42. He says, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. Again, he can't be talking about the second coming. Because we know that there's the tribulation, the Antichrist, the tribulation, all the judgments before the second coming. So, so if, if he's talking about his second coming, we're not watching for the Lord then. We would be watching for the Antichrist to come and the judgments to come. This is talking about the rapture. Watch, therefore, he says. Watch. The word watch means be alert. Be alert. We should be alert. We should be watching for the Lord to come to take us to heaven. In Romans chapter 13, verse 11, it says, and do this, knowing the time, knowing the time, knowing the time that we live in, seeing the times that we're living in, and do this, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Paul says, knowing the time, you see the times that you're living in, you see what's going on in the world, you see what's going on in the culture, you know what Jesus says about the last days in Matthew 24, we've gone through it. Knowing the time that you're living in, now is high time to awake. And he's speaking to believers, wake up, he's saying. Now is the time for believers to wake up out of their sleep because now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. I would say one of the things uh, that is good that has come out of the last two years and what has happened in the last two or three years since 2020 is it has awakened many believers. It has awakened many believers. Not woke, but awake, right? <laughs> And suddenly now so many believers realize the times that we're living in and they're awake. Amen. First Thessalonians 5, 6 says, therefore, let us not sleep as others do. There are some that are asleep spiritually. Let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Be serious, serious about the Lord, serious about our walk with him. First Peter 4, 7, 
But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. Be serious and watchful in your prayers because the end of all things is at hand. You know the times. You see what's happening. You know what Jesus said in Matthew 24 would be the signs of the end of the age. You see those things. So be serious and watchful. 1 Corinthians 16, 13, listen to this one. Watch, watch, stand fast in the faith. Stand fast in the faith. It's a military term. It means hold your ground. Hold your position. Don't retreat. Don't give up territory. Don't give up land. You stand fast in the faith. Hold your position. Watch. Stand fast in the faith. And then he says, and be brave. Be brave. And be strong. Be brave. He's telling believers, you got to hold your position. Don't, don't wimp out and retreat. Stand fast. And be brave. And be strong. You know, Revelation, when it describes the new heavens and the new earth, it gives a list of people who will not be in the new heavens and the new earth. They're going to be outside. You know who's first on the list? Cowards. Cowards will not be in the new heaven and the new earth. And, and here Paul is saying, watch, stand fast in the faith. Be brave, Christian. Stand your ground. Be strong. Turn with me over to Luke chapter 21. Luke 21. And this is Luke's account of the Olivet Discourse. And Luke includes some details that Matthew doesn't include in his account. Luke 21. Beginning in verse 34, Jesus says, look what he says. But take heed to yourselves. Take heed. Watch out. For yourselves, for you. Take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing or partying and drunkenness and the cares of this life. And that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. And he's talking about the tribulation here. The tribulation is going to come on all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. The only way to escape the tribulation is to not be on the earth when it happens. To be raptured to heaven before it begins. Look at verse 36. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man, Jesus Christ. That's a description of the rapture of the church. The rapture of the church is an escape of all the things that will come to pass on the earth, the tribulation, and you'll be caught up to meet the Lord in the air and you'll stand before the Son of Man, Jesus Christ. He says, watch and pray. Take heed to yourselves. Don't let your heart be weighed down with partying and drunkenness and the cares of this life and this world. And 
you'll be caught unaware. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Matthew, and he has more to share with you next time. How is what you're hearing from this book landing in your heart? If there's anything that's prompting you to seek out more questions or to ask for prayer in any way, would you be willing to give us a call and talk to us? Our desire is to hear your heart, pray with you, and ask for God to help you with whatever you might be wondering or thinking about. Our number is 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. Just find our info under the About tab. If you're not connected with a local church, we encourage you to find a church family that will help guide and support you in your faith. And if you're in the area, please join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. For more details, visit calvaryec.com. In our next edition, you'll have the opportunity to learn additional things from this first book of the New Testament. Pastor Dan has more to teach on for Matthew, and we're excited for you to join us as we continue growing. There's so much to appreciate by reading God's Word. We hope you'll tune in next time and be a part of our listening audience right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes willingness and a conscious choice. You need not guess there's a ring of truth General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.